I'm so glad that we have Wally and Rochelle and Zareen with us here today for today's segment of Trinity Talks. Now, all three of you are in a life group, and today happens to be a life group Sunday here at Trinity. So thank you for joining me. Yeah. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. Good morning. No, I was hoping we could talk a little bit about life groups here at Trinity, how to get involved, some of the benefits. But I also wanted to mention that today's during our sermon, we talked about family. So before we get started talking about life groups, would you guys be okay with playing um, a little game of family feud? Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I I'll tell you one thing. The answer has to be yes, because you've got whiteboards <laughs> right in front of you and I've got some questions in front of me. So Amazing. if you are familiar with the game Family Feud, yeah. um, what we're going to do is try to come up with an answer that um, the majority of people who would have been surveyed would asked. So um, would have answered. So if 100 people were surveyed, um, they're going to answer questions and you're going to try to come up with the majority answer okay. for that. All right. And it. maybe I'll give a prize out after the segment. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a prize yet, Brady but um, keeping your answer secret from one another. So we okay. surveyed a hundred people. <laughs> Name a fruit that you might eat in the morning. Oh, uh -oh. All right. Uh-oh. So Rochelle, be... I don't know if Rochelle's ever eaten fruit. <laughs> Do I eat fruit in the morning? I don't know. <laughs> the majority of people would have answered. I'm not sure who these 100 people are, just so you know, but 100 people. All right. It's time to reveal your answers. Okay. Well, <gasps> banana, banana, banana. And actually, the number one answer was banana. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so you're going to be in charge of keeping track of your own points, everybody. <laughs> we have five questions. So Taking this very no, seriously. You are. Point. Wow, we're in it to win it. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Name something that people lose often. Hmm. Okay. Name something that people lose often. All right. This seems to be a quick answer for everybody mm -hmm. here. All right. Time to reveal your answers. Oh, no, no. Oh, all right. Last minute. Oh, I'll have to read it. Okay. All sorry. right. It's okay. We've got keys, keys, and oh. mitten. Mitten. I had okay. keys and I changed it. Yeah. The the top answer actually is keys. Okay. Oh. Mittens, mittens did not make though. the top five. Every day we're looking oh. for someone's mitten. That's right. It's yeah. always be just one mitten too, yep. right? All right. So question number three is, if I can pull out my notes here. All right. Name something that people are often afraid of. Mm. Okay. This is going to be debatable it's debatable we're trying to come up with the answer that most people would answer oh not you per se unless you feel like you do reflect the majority okay <laughs> i okay i think all right you think you got it <laughs> all got right it. it's time to reveal your answer the dark spiders no, no. And... i switched to, to spiders oh you switched <laughs> to spiders the dark spiders and snakes oh no oh, sorry wally did... has the dark i have the dark the top answer actually you all made the top five number one was spiders oh. <gasps> number three was darkness and number four was snakes what i'm oh. very impressed with us i think so too I you think guys Rochelle was well in the done. Lead, i think she is i do think <laughs> yep keep track of your own i points. almost said the dark because my son is every night the dark. Right. It's just in my head. But. The dark. But spiders was number one. All right. Question number four. Name something people do to relax. Being a contestant on Trinity Talks is not one of those answers. <laughs> you make it relaxing. But though. maybe yeah. listening you to do. it is. Yeah. All right. So reveal your answer if you've got it. 
We have read a bubble bath and have a bath. All right. Number one was read a book. Oh, well done. Take a bath, made it to number five. Okay. This is the tiebreaker. So this is the tiebreaker right okay. here. All right. I guess this next question would really depend on maybe who is being surveyed. But number five says, name a famous landmark. A famous, Canadian? I'm not, but a famous landmark. Okay. So we've got some thoughts going on. I have some, some erasing, some people questioning their spelling, possibly. Well, I'm questioning my spelling. <laughs> does spelling count? Spelling does not okay. count it's here. Good. Tiebreaker. Right. This is the tiebreaker. All right, name a famous landmark. Time to reveal your answer. We've got Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty, and Statue of Liberty. All right, number two was Statue of Liberty, uh -oh. and number one was Eiffel Tower. Oh. So I think Molly wins Family Fusion, Family I, Vogel. Congratulations. congratulations. I'm happy for you. It was a close that game. Was fun. It was a close that was game. Fun. And um, yeah, so we'll get you your prize later. <laughs> that was good. It was good. Well done. Um, so we are, as I said, we're talking about life groups today. And if you're here with us at the church, then you would know that we have some people from life group leadership um, talking to members of the congregation about how they can join a life group, but I'm glad that you're here with me um, because I'm sure all of you have your own story that you come with about the life group that you're in. So would you mind telling me when you joined a life group here at Trinity and maybe also the why? Absolutely. I can go first. Sure. Yeah. Um, so my husband and I have been going to Trinity for just over, it was 2022, August of 2022. So um, we started going to, we started looking for a life group like pretty quickly once we started attending here and then around in the winter of that uh, year and then 2023 we found a life group and uh there's been like some movement and changes in in where we've been but we've been with the group now for just over a year and so it's been lovely and yeah life groups for myself and my husband have always been like a really integral part of our individual faith, but then also our faith as a couple, um, just being in a smaller community, um, having our faith encouraged by other people. For me, um, getting in the word is really important, but I really struggle with that on an individual level. So having that accountability and doing it with other people, gaining their perspective has always been really important. And now with, we have young children. And so, um, having that family aspect is also really life-giving for us. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Rochelle. Um, we, uh, my husband and I joined Trinity not long after you, as okay. it turns out. We started in November of 2022. Okay. And we had heard a lot about life groups almost immediately and just how fan and all positive things, but how fantastic they are. And um, so we participated in the Alpha course in the spring of 2023 and, and Wally and Jane Bogle were um, leaders mm -hmm. and had at that time um, mentioned that they will be starting up a life group in the fall. So we started our life group just last fall with Wally and Jane. And um, um, we'd, we'd made some wonderful relationships in Alpha. And so we wanted to continue those relationships. And for me personally, I wanted to, to build friendships with like-minded individuals following Christ and um, deepen my, my own faith and be more engaged in the Trinity community. Thank you. Thanks, Serene. Oh, what about you, Wally? So uh, 
my wife Jane and I actually started a life group over 30 years ago uh, when life groups first started up. And it was a great experience. And uh, we did it for really the connections and the growth uh, potential. And we grew a lot as we led the group. Um, then, you know, that group went its course over many years. And then I, I've been part of a men's group that meets on Thursday mornings. Okay. And again, it's about connections. It's about growth. It's about getting up early. So you have to do that. <laughs> and uh, And that's been great. But Jane and I were talking for quite a while that we wanted to do a group together again. And that's Alpha became sort of the conduit to start that group. And we, we just love it because even if you've been doing this for many years, you still learn something every Everybody brings a perspective to the group and everybody can learn from one another. And that's what we love. I love that. I love that. So you've already alluded to this, that your groups look a little bit different. While you mentioned you have a men's group, I know that there's then each Rochelle and Zareen, you have different groups. Could you tell me a little bit about who's in your group? What, what the composition of your groups look like? We're a fairly homogenous group in that we're all men, fairly similar age and stage. Um, but uh, as I said, we, we do, you have to like getting up early in the morning. And, uh, uh, you know, t on a typical week, uh, you know, out of about 10 members of the group on a typical week, we get about five that show up. Um, and that's just the ebb and flow of people's schedule. And we really do walk with one another. I find men particularly don't necessarily... Uh, naturally talk about themselves and their relationships and so on and so forth. In other contexts, you tend to talk about sports and work and what have you. So mm -hmm. this is a safe place for people that, for men that get to know each other and to share that sort of dimension of your life. Mm. Perfect. Great. Our um, Wednesday night group with Wally and Jane, um, there are men and women, mm -hmm. uh, I would say, older not old <laughs> in our group and, we got a thumbs up um, there um, and there are some couples and some singles mm -hmm. and um the group is comprised of people who are at different stages in their walks of life so we've got people who uh, like myself want to deepen my my relationship with God. We've got some someone who's just starting on the journey. We've got people who want to share their journey. We've got people who are very deep into journey, <clears throat> excuse me, their own journeys. Right. <clears throat> excuse me. So a very diverse group. And there's a, a lot of interaction and we're always, to, to Wally's point, we're always growing from one another and learning. Thank you. Thank you. That. Yeah, so our group was born out of a need that... Um, my husband, Andrew, and I kind of recognize like we have young children. Uh, weeknights can be kind of tricky with school and then after school activities and dinner and bedtime. So we were kind of looking for other families that were in a similar position. And so um, we're made up of families slash parents who have children. Um, and so it's a large group and we there's six families and each of them have one to three four children. So um, we meet on Sundays after the service uh, from one to three. 
And so we usually all pack a lunch, we eat it for a little bit together, and then we, the kids go do some activity, and then we study for an hour or so together. And um, depending on the size of the group, we've been meeting at our home, um, but as it's grown, we've now been meeting in the church here in the basement. Um, and so we'll see if it continues to grow what will happen. But yeah, it's a really, it's also diverse in terms of uh, where people are at in their faith journey. Um, and it's just a really safe and welcoming environment. And so, um, I'm, yeah, I'm really thankful that we cater to the, the noisiness of the children <laughs> and we, there's a lot of grace there, which is just wonderful. It sounds wonderful that the children probably develop a relationship with one another as well, yes, which may be do. nice to see that yeah. grow out of that. Um, so I know that this is just a snapshot of some of the different types of groups we have at Trinity. I myself am part of a women's only small group. So I know there's so many different types yeah. of groups and it's lovely to see that people of all stages and walks um, are able to join in. Mm. Um, and I know that when you join into your life group, you come in, sometimes it's weekly that you meet, sometimes you meet bi-weekly. I'm wondering what your particular life groups look like when you meet. Um, what types of questions or conversations do you use to guide your sessions? How does, how does your life group look structurally? I can jump off what I was just saying. So yeah. yeah, we actually meet every other Sunday Okay. from one to three. Right. And um, right now we're diving into, we just started a manuscript study, which is an inductive study of the book of Mark. Um, but in the past we've done, uh, we've tried to coincide with the studies that the church is doing. Um, we did an independent study that we just chose as a group. Um, so is that what you mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, yeah. we kind of just ask each other what we want to do and, and we've just been moving through different types of studies together. Well, that's very nice. Hmm. Now, what about you, Zuri? We meet every Wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Okay. Um, at uh, Wally and Jane's home. And it starts with coffee and tea and desserts and fellowship. Mm -hmm. And at some point in time, <laughs> <laughs> we venture into the great room to start um, to start our lesson. And there's no, um, well, it's very, very interactive and there's no set uh, agenda, I would say. We've, we've had evenings where perhaps Wally and Jane have had an, a, a prepared agenda, but there have been people who've, people have come in and they've had some things that are maybe heavy on their hearts or they just want to pick a, a specific, they have questions about a specific scripture that they've read and they're struggling to get through. So, so it's very, um, it's very informal, mm -hmm. but for the most part, we have lessons and um, we studied the four letters of James. We had a video to start that, which was fantastic. Um, the graphic video and uh, just watching the artist go all over all over the place to make sense of mm -hmm. the letters. It was just amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, so so we'll um, um, we'll have some we'll read some verses. We'll have some discussion. There will be some discussion questions and um we'll grow and learn from that so i'll just uh, echo what uh, zareen said in that the yeah with that group we're very much trying because it's all people that are new to the church mm. like less than two years at, at trinity so there are a lot of questions that come up but we want to respond to that not just have a set 
lesson. Like, you know, we have a lesson plan and we work through it, but we're prepared to set that aside and say, okay, there's something going on here that we should, or a question that we should answer. And one of the great things that we did, we had, a, uh, we really enjoyed it when the gift of hope service was on, that was on a Wednesday night, which is the, the night we meet. So we said, listen, instead of our regular meeting, why don't we meet for coffee at Tim Hortons, then go to the gift of hope service as a group. And we did that. It was really special because a lot of the people brought along friends or spouses that weren't part of the group, but that got to meet the group and be exposed to Trinity. Very nice. Very nice. Very um, flexible. Sounds yeah. like you're very flexible. And then what about your men's group? How do you structure that? So the, the men's group, so obviously everything that's said in the group is confidential, but I think I can reveal the fact that uh, we're virtual and uh, Bill Crawford joins from his hot tub on Thursday mornings. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so that's one of the advantages of being virtual. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, the men's group is following the sermon questions. So every week we're, we're discussing the, the questions and talking about the sermon, at least until we wander off topic, which we're known to do. Which we're known to do. All right. At least you're honest. Um, and for if you have not seen that we have sermon questions, they're posted every week on our website. Um, you can actually ask the church and we can um, get you uh uh, roped into our planning center, send them out through the groups as well to you. So you get notified every week when they're up. So that's, that's great. I know my personal group, we have been working through a book study um, recently. So as, as you see, there's lots of different structures that we have for our life groups. Um, so would you also be able to share some of the benefits that you maybe personally have experienced or witnessed through being um, in a life group. I know we all come to them from different places. So what benefits have you personally witnessed? For me, I think I alluded to this earlier, just it, it has always been an avenue that deepens my faith um, because of the community aspect. You know, on a Sunday, there's lots of ways to be involved, which is really beneficial and wonderful, but getting to know a smaller group of people and where they're at in their faith journeys and where they can encourage me has always been something that has benefited my, um, my faith journey. And so, um, honestly, yeah, a deepening sense of faith and, uh, an encouragement just in my life and other things that are going on in my life, having people to pray with you and talk with you, um, yeah, has been wonderful. Thank you. I would say to, to add to that, I, I mirror exactly what Rochelle said. And I would say um, we've I've developed um, meaningful relationships with people who have the same values and and, and want to follow Jesus. I've said that before. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we the group has bonded and formed a trust with one another. And that's. Uh, is very supportive, I think, for everybody. And one of the things I, I neglected to mention during a, a typical week, we also end in prayer. So we go around the room and we ask for what their prayer requests are and everybody has an opportunity to pray for each other. And so I really feel um, that for me personally, I've seen prayer answered. I have definitely, which is um, uh, so uplifting. And the other thing I've learned is how to interpret scripture uh, from different perspectives so I can actually apply it to everyday life. That is really important to me. That was another reason um, that I joined Life Group because I wanted to understand scripture and, and um, be top of mind mm -hmm. in my day to day. I and, love that. And it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. great. Yeah, I think I'll just pick up on what Zareen said about the bonds that are formed. I think, and I think that happens 
you know, even more over time. And, and when I think back about the many years that we've been involved in groups, I'll just pick one example. Uh, when, when this was many years ago, when our, our kids were young and, and one of our girls had to go to the hospital and the other girl, we didn't know what to do with her. We didn't have family in town and so forth. We called somebody from our life group and they were there literally in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. They took uh, our daughter out mm -hmm. for ice cream and mm -hmm. what have you. And they looked at it. We just knew that she could be looked after she was going to be you know, we could trust them and there was absolutely no question. And it's those, you know, there's many other examples I could give over the years, but it's that sense of there's a bond there that you just wouldn't probably get in any other context mm -hmm. other than by getting to know somebody through a life group mm -hmm. over time. That's beautiful. Sometimes when we say when we're thinking about life groups that we're doing life together. Yeah. 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 And after we've just heard a sermon about family and God's intent for our families, what a beautiful testimony to just some real life practical applications. Um, so if someone out there is interested in joining a life group, and I know that people are, um, but they have some hesitations, do any of you have any words of encouragement um, for these people who may be contemplating joining a life group? I mean, I think for people just to know that it is a very safe and welcoming space, um, that and even if they want to try a group and aren't sure if, you know, it's going to work logistically for them just to just to try it and not feel the pressure of, oh, now I need to continue going to this one for forever because I've gone once. Because um, I think especially when we were trying to figure out how our life group would fit into our lifestyle, we obviously like created one. But um, just for people <laughs> who are out there, just to to try it and know that there's no judgment. It's safe. It's welcoming. And and to remind them again that it's just been a super encouraging thing for me. And so I would hope that they would also feel that way if they came. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you've sold me. I'm going to yeah. join a life group. <laughs> How do I do it? I know there's a few different ways that we can join a life group or even just ask more questions. So what, what are some of the steps that I would go to now if I'm interested? So I, I'm a techie, so I'm going to oh. suggest Church Center. Church Center. Uh, because through the Church Center app, you can see the groups that are there. You can yes. express interest in the group and uh, and then use it once you join the group to access resources. Excellent. Yeah. So if you are part of Trinity, you can join the Church Center app. And there's some instructions online how to do that. And excellent one way is Church Center. Thank you. Mm. Another way would be getting in touch with Sally Herkman, which is, um, I hope I get her email right. It's just Sally at Trinity Streetsville dot Org. Org. Perfect. So you can email her and she's she's the um, she oversees all the life group stuff. So she would be someone to get in contact with. Excellent. So mm -hmm. just to clarify it, Sally at Trinity That's right. Right. And another way is to get invited by somebody who is a member of a, a current life group. And uh, that's how my husband is actually involved with the men's group. Okay. And he was invited by uh, someone who is already in the men's group. That's great. And just so you know, everyone who's watching, we didn't rehearse that, but that was a perfect answer. That was just, that flowed so beautifully. One other way is there's a life group interest form. So if you are interested here at church, there are some forms over at the welcome desk that are called life group interest form, and you can fill out your information that way as well. Um, I love that Wally mentioned that his group is online. If you happen to be watching online or you're not able to get out in an, on an evening or early morning, um, you can join online because we do have some online groups as well. A lot of them were born out of COVID, which is one of those beautiful things that came from the pandemic is that we've learned to connect um, 
over technology. Um, I myself zoom into my life group as well. Um, so we are starting up a couple new online groups in addition to a couple in-person groups. So don't let that be a deterrent for you. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in joining, there's a way to join life groups. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you so Thank much you, for having us. This was a great conversation. And I'm so grateful for the, um, for the element of uh, community that Life Groups bring to Trinity. Yes, it really Absolutely. does. Thank you very much. Bye.